think that's just. It looks like a scorpion rotorway. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. A scorpion rotorway, and that looks like a dressed up link trainer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the okay. Mach 0.01 link trainer. The Mach 0.01 link trainer right next to the <laughs> air intake of the wind tunnel. I love it. I know, huh? <laughs> We're standing out here at the Sun and Fun grounds next to the, uh, well, I don't know what this is officially called, the Youth Education uh, This youth is education the Youth here. Education um, uh, Hangar. Hangar, okay. Yeah, There's uh, some really cool stuff here. Uh, you just heard us uh, talking about a few of the items. Uh, there's some uh, educational exhibits inside the hangar, big open hangar door, and a lot of people hanging out here. Um, I walk by here. We walk by here uh, many times a day because it's on the way to and from the media center. Yes. And so uh, every time I walk by, I notice there's all kinds of people doing all kinds of little projects in there, and it's kind of cool. And, uh, You're missing the pedal biplanes. Yeah, they're not and, pedal, unfortunately. They're, oh, they're, they're not. They're more they're Flintstone fixed? kind of uh, powered. You know. Well, okay. Yeah. That would so, be the uh, foot-powered ones. Well, that means it's got brake shoes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. And there's a ham radio. There's actually a live ham radio in there for kids to to get a feel. I mean... And how long do you bake a ham radio? I don't know. How long do you Ooh, bake Carlos? That's like, that's like a real that's big a real one. <laughs> it's not like a mo- it's not like a. Uh, we really should slow down when we walk by this place. Know, we would huh? notice things like that. We're standing here, and an iguana comes out of nowhere. And, well, that's from the reptile discovery center. Well, I'm going to see if I can take a the box there. I'm going to see if I can. I saw that box. <laughs> I saw that box when they were unpacking the car a little while ago, and I saw the holes in the end of the box, and I thought, boy, that must mean there's an animal in there, but no, it couldn't be. Well, there is. Let's see if we can take a picture. Are you still recording? I am still recording, but I'm going to take a picture here while I'm recording, and... uh... Our our listeners will understand the sound of the shutter. I want to go back to New Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) So how are we doing? uh, So uh, obviously Amy's here, Dave's here, and uh, we're just kind of hanging out next to the uh, youth area here. Uh, How's the show been so far? Somebody needs to slap me around and remind me when I say, yeah, sure, I'll do that, and yeah, sure, I'll do that, and oh gosh, yeah, I'd be happy to help you with that, because at the end of the day, I'm cross. (laughs) If you're like me, if you're like me, the way it works is that every, you know, for for me, it's always Oshkosh, and and what'll happen is every year, I'll add a few more little tasks to my agenda, you know, oh yeah, I can do that, oh yeah, I can do that, until you reach, like, the breaking point, and you, you, like, spend the uh, the fly-in just, like, constantly moving and saying, I'm not doing this. And then the next year, you shed everything, and then you start building up again. Yeah, until well, the end yeah. of that when you go, oh, man, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, right. And your brain so, goes, uh, yeah, until next time. But, yeah, uh, there you go. Spoken by the master of them all. And so, uh, But what good things have you seen here? You've been walking uh, around? Actually, and, uh, I had the opportunity to go to Paradise City this yeah. morning. What do you think? We've been talking about it a bit, but I'd I like to hear your input. Yeah. I loved it. I think that they really have done what they said they were going to do. They revitalized it, and that the key to Paradise City was allowing these OEMs and kit plane manufacturers to do their demo rides here. And not just do them here, but do them from dawn to dusk. That was really the big thing. Extending the flying hours so that they didn't have air show us interrupt us every day. Right, exactly. And though there may be a few moments in the air show when some of the jets, and there are actually jets scheduled to perform, not military, but jets, Mm -hmm. scheduled to perform. They said they may hold the flying for just a couple of minutes there, and then it will start Mm -hmm. again. So they have admitted that. Perhaps south across Paradise City, northbound toward uh, downtown Lakeland. So 
uh, you know, a, a 40 knot airplane and a 400 knot airplane would be a bad mixture. Yeah. Another thing I like, and I mentioned this on the uh, other podcast, uh, is that, or the bigger podcast, is that they, a couple times I've been down there and the mixture of aircraft in the pattern. You know, sometimes these, these sort of auxiliary fields that we have at these fly ins will have, you know, ultralights one minute and powered parachutes another t- period of time and, uh, and uh, rotorcraft another period of time, and here they had a mixture. I mean, they're in the pattern. There was like rotorcraft and LSAs and ultralights and powered parachutes um, all at the same time, which is like that's the, that's aviation. That's a real picture of a vital GA field right there. So it's cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It is. And uh, I got to do a demo flight this morning that uh, scheduled to to turn into an article, and as we were departing the pattern, I was stunned to hear. The, the, the radio crackle uh, Paradise City traffic they have their own frequency now. Yeah, there you go. so people were doing radio calls recording their position inbound and outbound on the uh, on the pattern yep. that's really cool uh, that's uh, also very smart mm-hmm. yeah. uh, now you don't have to have radio to fly there but for the ones who do and are smart enough to use it. It's just one more little added uh, safety margin. Yeah, so. okay. So what else is going on, Amy? Have you been anywhere else around the field? Uh, has anybody been down to Choppertown? I haven't. Uh... Yes, I have witnessed that there were not very many choppers at Choppertown as of yesterday. Yeah. Now. But the good news is they're at Paradise City, right? Uh, yeah, there's actually some gyro planes at Paradise City. So um, that could be what's going on. We've got one overflying this one... right now here, yeah. uh, overflying uh, Paradise City Field more or less. Exactly. And, uh... Now, you were talking about the mix of airplanes being so interesting, and part of that is a reflection of the different categories of LSA that are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we like to, we, we think back because we're old. Oh, I'm no. sorry, guys. What? I, got, I hate to drop this one on you. Because, because we're mean, older, we girl. remember ultralights. Okay? David doesn't you remember. In particular. David doesn't remember ultralights. He is ultralights. <laughs> he is ultralights. You know, he is. <laughs> not to say that you're ultralightweight. That's not what I meant. That's obviously not what you meant. <laughs> but, but, um, we forget about all the different kinds of light aircraft there are, and LSA and the sport pilot rating, which is really beginning to make inroads. In fact, I was at a presentation the other day, and um, it was the Light Aircraft Manufacturers Association presentation, and they said, you know, there's 8,000 or more, you know, question mark, question mark, aircraft out there now that are LSA. Really? And that's now 5% of the single-engine piston aircraft in the U.S. Not counting the legacies? That is counting some of the legacies, but not necessarily counting the experimental amateur-built aircraft that are LSA-qualified eligible. Okay, so um, and oh, and I'm that's a remarkable and it's number. a remarkable number because we're only talking about 2004, right? Even really 2005. 2005. So yeah. um, they're moving 74, 75 units a year. Now go look at the gamma information on single engine piston. Yeah, Ben. Tell know. tell me the tell me the number. Come on, can you dredge it up? But it's not a big number, is it? like 700 or some odd airplanes yeah. last year. But but what we're saying is that's a significant, that's that's, that's right. now of the new stuff coming out, you're looking at at, at 10%. Well, you got now a couple of LSA manu- 
got a couple of LSA manufacturers out there that are delivering in the low three figures. Yeah, yeah. Well, every David, year. Yeah, you were telling me, David, the other, yesterday that uh, you've been talking to folks around the grounds about how business is doing and and it's doing well. The feedback and picked up more of that this morning in the commercial area and in Paradise City both is that uh, everybody's business activity level, and that is how much they're selling, is. Uh, up again, uh, they're saying they're having their best year in five and four and five and six years. The last six months to nine months, they've had steady growth. Uh, they're still not back to where they were seven or eight years ago, but the trend is is there. Uh, backlogs are starting to grow. Uh, advanced orders for hardware and avionics and stuff for new airplanes are going up, which means that those people are planning on building more stuff. It's a pipeline kind of thing. you got to fill the pipeline up with stuff so the airplanes come out the other end. Uh, the feedback here, it's remarkably consistent so far. Uh, you know, nobody's jumping up and down going, yay, that's fabulous, but everybody's going, you know, we're, we're doing a little better than we did six months ago, and that was better than six months before that. Well, and here's an indicator. You've got um, Pippinstrel with a pen, Pantera, is that right? Pan, Pantera, I believe. Pantera. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, flight testing, four seater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, compete with the 182. Flight Designs has their C4 that they have now put on a timeline. I sat yesterday and, and listened to it. And that'll be a part 23. And that'll be a part 23, but they shifted the timeline on it to match up with the new part 23 rules that are coming out because they feel that it will be easier to meet the new EASA part 23 rules that the 8STM is now, and there's meetings about to go on at Aero Friedrichshaven as they begin to form that. And what are they most interested in? Avionics. They want to put the less expensive, non-certified avionics into that panel because you cannot give me a reason why if the if the equipment performs to TSO standards, why does it have to have TSO? Why can't it be approved why under the same standard? Why can't it be approved under the same standard as ASTM for light sport? Well, like the engines in LSS. Yes, yeah. exactly, and they want the same thing. So, so what I'm saying is... It's a progression. Is, it's a progression, I think, with the changing in the rules, the changing in the environment. And that was a telling tale to see a company say, we're slowing down our timeline so that it will meet that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw Barry earlier. Have you guys found any gadgets you want to buy for your airplanes here? <laughs> He's Mr. Fix-It at this show is how he described himself. Um, having both airplanes running pretty well right now, mostly what you need are to fix the little things mm-hmm. that, that you know start to break after 500 hours on this one. And, but have you, you seen know, any gadgets here that you think would be cool? I have to tell you that the closest I've come to a gadget I think would be cool right now and we're still day two mm-hmm. is um, an iPad mini case slash device that hooks to a mount um, from my GoFlight. That would be the one that I've seen that intrigues me. Is that the one that where the, the clipboard flips down yes, over the front? Yes, exactly. I saw that. Exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's kind of an interesting device, and their mounts are kind of neat because you can put them in a lot of different places, and they're not permanent. Yeah. Um, so that intrigued me, but that's because I'm all, we should have got an iPad mini, and he's, yeah, he's, yeah anyhow, you don't want to cool. go into that. That's Very a cool. husband-wife thing. <laughs> 
Well, I'm going to let you get back to your thing here. Anything else you're looking forward to before the week is out here? And, uh... Uh, yeah, actually, I'm looking forward to tomorrow when JetBlue is bringing in a bunch of kids for a program called Eagle's Nest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been working on talking to a lot of people about their outreach programs, uh, trying to revitalize uh, general aviation through bringing kids up through building airplanes, not just, you know, Young Eagles and Sporty's Next Step has this flying deal that we've been pushing for a long time. But what about those kids who don't want to fly? Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the key is that we need to have that science, technology, engineering, and math STEM. building, yes, STEM, building route that we haven't dovetailed into the young eagles on the other side, too. Yeah. So we, we begin to reach in both directions. And, and on the, I'm, I'm a big fan of the makers movement, if you're familiar with the makers movement. Where no, people, tell me. Well, there's just, this is a whole, this is not aviation, okay. um, but it's out in the uh, sort of do-it-yourself world where um, for, for uh, almost a decade and a half, so, it's been about software, computers and software, and now people are returning, or a lot of people are returning to hardware, to building things, to you know welding and soldering and circuit boards and that kind of thing. And uh, and I'm trying to get some of the maker movement people up in the New England area to be more interested in aviation. They're very interested in automotive and you know that kind of thing, um, but they ought to be interested in aviation as well. And so, uh, yeah, that's fascinating. We've also with, uh, some of these groups are dovetailing into a very big program called Project Lead the Way. Mm-hmm. And Project Lead the Way has the curriculums in the schools for STEM, and they can move the aviation in the building right in through Project Lead the Way, and they're finding that they're getting a much quicker approvals. And um, Vans Aircraft will sell them an RV-12 at a discount so that they have the project. Um, there's a lot of neat things happening. Yeah. And even uh, Katrina Bradshaw with Build-A-Plane told me their rate of donations was through the roof last year mm-hmm. on airplanes. So yeah. those are all projects. Very cool. Very cool. David, this iguana is eyeing you here. I don't know. I think you've made a new friend. So uh... Uh, Speechless. David is speechless. <laughs> Anyways, this has been uh, the UCAP Sun and Fun Daily uh, What 323 Charlie, I think. Charlie, and, and right. We bet... Hey. Get a Charlie horse say on that. We'll be back again tomorrow.